if you like spell lore and you want to hear spout more of it, go to spelllore.com slash money, please, or patreon.com slash spelllore. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed. Their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody. God (laughs) damn it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara, and joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hi there. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. <laughs> Whoa. Hello. <laughs> she puked. <laughs> a little bit in her mouth. Yeah, a little bit. When last we left our heroes, that we were all puking in the mouths of our brains with information that was exciting <laughs> to us. Uh, the, our erstwhile heroes. John's a wordsmith. Thank you so much. Uh, this is my job. Uh, we opened the last episode with a little uh, one-on-one combo with Tuck and Fathom, which started as a 1v1 in which Tuck performed a combo <laughs> on Fathom. <laughs> uh, but in that conversation, Fathom attempted very earnestly and very uh, poorly to explain partially why he dislikes Tuck as much as he does. Yeah. And how he didn't say explicitly that he still doesn't like you, but he was just like, I'm sorry. That's all I can do is say that goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice thing for him to say and tuck understands that it's a complicated thing yeah uh we'll see how the rest of that goes because after that he ran out of the room to apologize to a guy he yelled at 40 (laughs) seconds before that (laughs) so who knows what he's up to uh and then after that we found out ving has been in correspondence with shia she has been telling ving about uh the goings-on of the criminal underworld of mccall there's a (laughs) centaur mob boss called tommy supremo who (laughs) has a chain of pizza places that is giving shia a hard time and stepside then we learned that perel had never been told by any of you that aquaria was still alive (laughs) that is on us 100 percent. there's a lot of us withholding a lot of information that episode (laughs) agreed uh so Perel was given Aquarius Moss that she bestowed upon Ving all those seasons ago. And before that, you learned that Perel had a family before he became a wizard. Um, when he became a wizard, he alluded to the fact that unable to control his newfound abilities, he flash froze a town. Yeah. Uh, and then he just said everything was different after that. That's all he has said so far. Yeah. Uh, and then you went to Farah and attended a lecture on dragon physiology starring everyone's favorite metalhead dragon, Blackspire. Blackspire! Blackspire! <laughs> That's the, the little theme tune I'm going to get Aaron to make. I'm going to put it in there every time we say the word Blackspire. Oh, yeah. God. People Black are going to hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and learn some stuff about dragon physiology. Uh, and after that, you talked to Farah, who during the lecture stopped Tuck from talking about the coins and the ability of obsidian to mitigate demonic possession, mm-hmm. etc. And then told her that Aquaria was still alive. Yep. And that you had withheld from her that there was another living wizard on the planet. That is on us. Yeah, also on us. Yeah. And you talked for a while about potential alternatives to Perel regaining his exact abilities. Uh, and Billy also shared with Farah that, sh- that he had pinky sworn a member of the Medjai to steal the potentially one of a kind books containing their rituals and ceremonies. And uh, she immediately said, you can have whatever you want to make that happen. Uh, yeah. She took everything that you've told her uh, people that you remember 
names uh, what exactly happened during the ritual as much as you're willing to share. The stone. He's 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 in a better place with it now for sure. Uh, yeah, all the stuff about like the stone bowls and the knife and whatever potentially. Oh yeah, the stuff in the uh, the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. All that shit. So she's taken that all down and she took that information and was like, thank you. I'm going to go uh, gather some people and we will be moving as soon as possible. Moving what? She's going to send, pe- she tells you she's going to send some people to the lighthouse to kind of survey through the ways that you told her, like how you got in. They're going to do some exploration of the inside of the lighthouse. Discern those realities. Exactly. And they're going to investigate in general uh, the operations of the Magi. Yeah, you might want to try and track down a guy named Irk. That's the guy who's trying to get us these books. Yes, Irk. And we have no way to get in contact with him and get those books. (laughs) Yeah, I really forgot that super important part of the pinky promise. (laughs) Understandable. It could take his entire lifetime to get us those (laughs) books. But don't fuck with him once you do find him. Yeah, he's, ah. he's a good guy. He's working for us. All right. Understood. Thank you. And then she heads out and takes care of that. Is there stuff you want to do now? Perel? Per- I think Perel. Yeah, Perel. Okay, yeah. We got to go check on him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so walking back to the room. Mm-hmm. Is he there? His door's still closed. Uh, he goes, just, just a second. Just a second. And uh, he like, flap, flap, flap. <laughs> Wait, is he masturbating in No. <laughs> he opens the door and he's dressed exactly how he was before in his like convalescence, like house coat and like little linen outfit. And his eyes are red and his face is all splotchy and covered in tears. And he... Hey, buddy. He hugs all three of you Whoa. right away. Whoa, Whoa, hey. He just pulls all three of you into a hug. Whoa, it's okay. Yeah. Big hug. I hand him a linen handkerchief. He... Th- Thank you. And he wipes his face and he pulls out of the hug and he slaps Ving full on in the <gasps> face. He slaps Tuck full on in oh, the face ow. and he points at Billy and he says, do not ever hide anything like this from me ever again. Yeah. Yes, Tuck is crying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry that I did that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Billy. You pointed at Billy so hard. <laughs> it was the most pointed at I've ever been. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just don't think that I can explain the gravity of the information that you withheld from me. You just, you got to use your words. Aquaria is one of two people and you've all been very kind to me. I care for you very dearly. I count you amongst my very close friends. Aquaria is one of two people that I consider the most important people to have ever lived. Oh, what? She is as family to me. She is a part of me in a way that you could never understand. And knowing that she is alive is one of the greatest reliefs I've ever experienced. I get it. I'm sorry. It's okay. Thank you so much for giving me this gift. <laughs> he kisses us all in the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> he kisses you all in the cheek. What and the he, put, he puts a finger in Billy's face and he pulls it away very deliberately. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it is undone. <laughs> I, before Perel moves away, I pull his face back down to me and mm-hmm. I kiss his cheeks. Mm-hmm. And I say, Perel, I'm so sorry. I... I have wronged you in a way that I can never be forgiven. I've already forgiven you. (laughs) No, it is such a betrayal of our friendship that we did not tell you. And it is an ignorance that is too vast to be conveyed. And he points at Tuck when he says an ignorance that's too vast to be conveyed. (laughs) (laughs) Tuck is picking his nose. He says, Billy, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. But as I've said, all is forgiven. If it wasn't for you three, I wouldn't even know that she was still alive. And now I am able to communicate with one of my oldest, dearest friends whenever I choose. How was it? What did you guys talk about? And Tuck pulls out a bottle of ox blood that he grabbed from the cafeteria on their way back Mm -hmm. to be like, let's get fucked up (laughs) and talk about it. All right. 
Uh, yeah, he pulls out it. He pulls the chair out of the one tiny little desk that he has in his quarters and puts it out in the room for whoever that wants to sit on it can sit on it. Tuck sits on the ground cross-legged. Yeah, Perel sits on his bed. Mm-hmm. I also sit on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ving puts the chair, wedges it up against the door handle, <laughs> closes it, and then sits on the ground with the guy. And uh, Perel takes the ox-headed shaped stopper on the bottle and twists it off removing it and uh pours cool. uh he just drinks right out of the bottle he doesn't have any cups in his room uh, cool i guess give me a little bit of my hand he just buddy. hands you the bottle he's just like okay oh. yeah <laughs> have you ever shared alcohol with anyone before i've never shared anything wow i believe that actually <laughs> <laughs> um so what do you want to know i i want to know why aquaria is there did you put her there no uh we didn't no you I guys didn't. built that place though i helped i helped i did some of the initial excavation of the pillar i obviously uh designed one of the trap rooms that protected aquarius study obviously <laughs> <laughs> asshole um <laughs> but it was just to serve as a aquarius personal study laboratory you know it was a usual wizard tower kind of situation yeah, but someone must have brought her there because she was really injured. Mm-hmm. She actually was able to... We talked about it briefly. Um, we're going to talk about it more, but what happened is uh, Aquarius is from a place to the north... You're from the you know the principalities. It's t- sort of to the north and east uh, called Tervor. Okay. And um, there, around the time the Exodus was starting to ramp up, their government really turned against magic users. She was able to leave before anything really terrible happened, but they found her in the principalities. Uh, It was a fight. She was mortally injured, but she was able to get herself to her tower uh, in time to uh, inter herself in the situation that you found her in. Is the moss keeping her alive? Yes, it is. It's sort of a symbiosis at this point. The moss is her. She is the moss, blah, blah, blah. Um, is there any way that she could live a life again outside of the tower? She says no. I'm not sure. Honestly, if I had my if I had my magic, I could I could get her right up and moving again. Magical medicine is not something that's outside not something that was outside of my capabilities. So that's a that's a real fucking shame. Where the fuck is Morris then? Mm. Morris left. Um, Wait, he was part of the Exodus? He was, yes, unfortunately. Uh, after, once things started getting really bad, uh, at what ended up accidentally, I suppose, being the final gathering uh, of wizards. That was a thing that happened once in a while whenever there was a significantly tense period in history it's like a conference yeah wizcon yes there would be yeah it's a wizard conference there would be a gathering we would pull as many magic users as possible and we would discuss the state of events they talk about the new world of warcraft game we all know what happens (laughs) at wizcon (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and at that event that that gathering uh um a faction i suppose made itself known they called themselves wizards first um yeah they decide they were the ones that said enough is enough we have been working towards bettering life for all and we're treated like garbage blah 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 and you know what honestly at first i was like fair point fair point but then it became a we're better than them we're more than them and you know what i'm an old man i've heard that shit a thousand times and it always works out the same way but morris Bought it, hook, line, and sinker. Was Morris always a... He was born a magician? And yes. born a wizard? He was born a wizard as a child. He had a regular childhood. He he aged till about... I want to say he's mid to late 50s. And then he stopped. And I met him, I think, when he was about... Um, I want to say like 130, 140 something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. He shakes. He's like, you can t- he's like really thinking about something. What are you thinking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to discern realities. <laughs> you can just ask me, Billy. You can just ask me. Nope. I want to use my new 
move. Oh, what do you oh, want more than anything? Yeah. Right. Yes. Interesting. Oh, we got to give context for this oh. too. To the okay. So the context for this is I, during our level up session, I chose a new option to go along with discern realities. And um, that's a question that I can ask, What, which is, what do you want most? And it's so that he can infer basically like what is the thing that they want most. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I got 11 plus one, which is 12. Holy yeah, shit. So you get three <laughs> questions from discern realities. All right. What here is not what it appears to be? Um, Perel is attempting to talk about Morris as if he is like a dear friend and a colleague. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can tell that he felt a different way about Morris. All right. Uh, what does Perel want most? And he says, I just want to talk to Morris again. Okay. What else is hidden here? You can tell in the way that he said that, I just want to talk to Morris again. You can tell that Perel loved Morris. Oh, like romantic. Yes. Was in love with Morris. Uh, Oh yeah. Triangle. Wait, was it a love triangle or was it? I don't think it was a love triangle. I think it was a three-way relate a three-part relationship. Oh, okay. okay, so like a polyamorous, I, like a polyamorous, like they were a thruple, polycule, yeah. whatever you want to call it. They mm-hmm. had, they were just all kind of with each other. So did Morris leave you and Aquaria then to follow wizards first? <sighs> yeah, he did. He did. Um, he did. He heard about the developments that had been made in sort of uh, what we call um, interplanar thaumaturgy. It's also called way walking. Um, f- uh, fucking cool. <laughs> That's yeah. sick. Yeah. Way walking? Yeah, way walking is awesome. That's I, fucking rad. I'll be honest with you. The first time I heard that phrase, I had the same reaction. I was like, that sounds fucking cool. <laughs> but I never really had the hand for it. Um, but there was a development around the time that this, uh, there was a breakthrough. People had been working on it for fucking aeons, um, where people had discovered a way, apparently, allegedly, if you fucking ask me, sorry, I'm feeling some kind of way now that I'm dredging all this up. <laughs> Bro, you sure are cursing a lot. I'm yeah. drinking a lot of this ox blood. Somebody else take it, please. I t- I, oh, uh, takes it. <laughs> it's like half empty and you two have each had like a sip. Um, wow. Just want to be clear, Billy has had none. He brought his own apple juice <laughs> and is enjoying himself. <laughs> way to go. Uh, got a little fucking juice box. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, there was sort of a breakthrough. It was um it was a combination of work from a lot of different wizards, uh waywalkers, uh, illusionists, conjurers, and they had allegedly discovered a way to create a reality of their own design. Oh, you mean like the fanny pack? Kind of how it existed like outside of the world or whatever? The fanny pack, yeah, yeah kind of. The fanny pack was more of a a trick of space mm-hmm. huh. whereas this was conjuration on an unimaginable scale a contiguous unending infinite realm of the magicians devising and people had decided that if the, if we weren't going to be treated the way we wanted to be treated given the due respect we say we deserve uh we're just going to find our own paradise so you guys built a whole nother plane of existence? That's the that's the theory. Wow. And that uh that was apparently too tempting for Morris to ignore. And he just uh he just left one day. Didn't even say goodbye. I touch Perel's hand and I say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that he left you. It's hard to lose somebody you love. It sucks when they treat you like you don't matter. It does. Yeah, it does. But you know what? Fuck him. You know, if that's what he thought was the most important in his life was being a wizard, then he can take it. Yeah. Sounds like he didn't fucking deserve you. (laughs) Yeah. He does. He laughs and he's like, thank you. Yeah, thanks. 
Thank you. You know what? That tent wasn't that cool. Yeah. And then, no. right? Like, come on. Suck shit. He built a tent and then he put a fucking oil portrait of himself in the entryway. What an asshole. And then he just had like Golf Digest or whatever it was. Mud Affairs. Mud yeah. Affairs. It's pretty lame. Sucks. That Mud Affairs was mine, actually. He <laughs> never gave it back. It's uh, actually a really good magazine. Yeah. It's a great magazine. People think that it's just smut, but the articles are really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. They've been rebranding lately. There's t-shirts. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so God, I just, you know, I just wish that I could talk to him again so I could find out why how he could justify that and barring all that to just tell him to fuck himself one more time. So you were, wait, did you get put away before the Exodus in the box? I got put away um after I'm just realizing maybe you guys have Morris, never asked me this before. Maybe Morris put him in the box. <gasps> Did Morris put you in the box? No. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, good. That was a good theory. Was good thinking. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's a great. That would have been crazy dramatic. Bing's got his glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> sage glasses yeah. i do also in my head imagine that ving he had his glasses on he had his back turned away from everyone and he was looking at a portrait an oil portrait of the sea and he was like morris put you in the box didn't he <laughs> and then he made seagull noises with his mouth yeah. <laughs> but like uncanny seagull Amazing. noises yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that would have been so dramatic right but no unfortunately that's not what happened honestly the time frame I, I remember a lot of my life, but the details are hard to nail down. Why? Because I've been alive for 250 years. Oh, okay. It's, think about like, how old are you, Tuck? Like late 20s at this point, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's, that right there, that right there. That's why I can't remember the details because you don't even know exactly how old you are. Yeah, but I don't know when I was born. Yeah. So what happened to you uh, um, in the second month of your 15th year? Um, my dog died. Uh, <laughs> this happens to be the month that all the bad shit happened. Wow, wow you really hit uh, you really hit on a, uh, a month there. Uh, yeah, and Tuck walks to the oil portrait of the sea. I don't even know where that portrait came from. That's not mine. <laughs> I was like, did you guys bring that <laughs> up in my room? And and Tuck like leans up against and he's like, oh, the month of darkness. Oh man. <laughs> I really fucked up, didn't I? <laughs> this could take a while. Let me tell you about it. That was the month that my dog died. Dog was his name. Dog <laughs> died. That's. I'm really sad. My I'm dog, really sad. dog died. And, you know, I thought it couldn't get any worse than that. And then that was when Fadim stole my locket. I hadn't looked in there for years. I wish I had. Maybe one last time. Maybe now I'd remember what my mom looked like. Holy shit. I'm so sorry, Tuck. And that's only the beginning. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Slow fade. Clock on the wall. Goes forward. <laughs> Spinning around. And that was when the falafel place shut down. Whoa. My favorite. Well, my favorite falafel place. The falafel place where you had your Billy's first kiss? Billy's crying yeah, at the falafel. He's got his blue blanket out. He's just... <laughs> such an emotional day. What do, you, what do you guys think happened to all the old falafels? <laughs> like, where did they go when no one wants them anymore? What about the recipes? Uh, wow. Um, so, sorry, Tuck. That was a horrible... Um, Thing to do to you <laughs> to make you dredge all that up the point was it the details in anybody's life get fuzzy over time oh yeah without a doubt i don't remember anything else about my life shit i really nailed the one month you remember everything huh <laughs> damn um yeah so basically what i mean is that i'm really old and that it's hard to keep everything organized yeah billy has that problem too well it's more i don't forget well i do it's just you know it's like a big blob of stuff that comes in and out of focus, but I still remember everything clearly if I try hard enough or if it comes back in my brain. And Perel's kind of hooking his thumb at Billy like, yeah, like that. Exactly. Well, then Perel, uh -huh. what helps is when you have a really long nap and you get really comfortable and all those memories just come back. 
and you can play with them in your head. And if you miss other memories, you can pull them out from their little blanket hiding spots. And if they're really far away, just like grow your roots, you stretch really hard and then, you, oh, there it is. And Perel looks at the two of you. And we just shake our head, understanding the implicit question, which is, did you know this is how Billy's brain works? <laughs> uh, I'll try that, Billy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So you don't remember the exodus? Yeah. Is it kind of a blanket, like, disappearing of people? No, not strictly. The idea of the exodus as an event is a misnomer. It was like a slow rolling avalanche. The starting of an era. Yeah, it was an era. Yes, that is a good way to describe it. If um, I, I mean, according to Aquaria, it was over a period of like... 10 to 15 years. Whoa. Uh, Political tensions rising, wars being fought, people disappearing, news getting out, this breakthrough happening, wizards leaving this plane of reality. It was sort of a a thing that once it got to a certain point, there was no stopping it. But it was the exodus happened and then the world fell apart, right? Uh, That's my, yeah, that's, that's part of the rhyme. Isn't it part of the story? Yeah, that's kind of what I've put together since I've been since you released me. It, uh, it was a lot of civil wars and wars between smaller cities and small collections of villages. Mm-hmm. It was like a blanket being, you know, ripped apart, and and that's where all these people went. <laughs> Sorry, I just think it's so funny that all of your metaphors are blankets. Blankets. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't have a lot of objects. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Um, from what I understand, something about the actual uh, presence of wizards on this plane on this planet it's apparently very important to the balance of the ecosystem and the balance of uh, various other things. And without those wizards here, a lot of their works started to break down. Some of them very dangerous. Uh, some of them vital to life. Uh, but I was put in the box uh, a few years after Morris left. Aquaria had uh, went to her tower uh, in the Sea of Graves. And we were in contact, but I was working on my own things. And, um, you know, they came for me. <laughs> Didn't you say, you once said that you knew the Exodus would ruin the world. Um, I did, didn't I? I was trying to stop it. Yeah, you that's, were trying to stop it. That's what I initially said to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I may have been overplaying my uh, <laughs> my role in world events a little bit wow. in an attempt to get you to release me from my box. Oh, <laughs> let's all be honest with each other. How dare you not tell us? <laughs> oh, we slaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slap Pearl's shin because that's oh, yeah. all I have access to. Ow, Billy. Well, sh- shame on you for lying to us. You know what? Fair. Fair point, Billy. I shouldn't have lied to you. I'm not going to say that I didn't do anything. I did try. I certainly did try. I was part of a sort of another quote unquote faction. We weren't as organized, but we were attempting to convince wizards that were intent on leaving to stay, to stabilize things. Because as people disappeared and as the wizard population dwindled, there were parts of the world that started getting, you know, torn apart. Yeah, like the fabric of reality, and this is just me asking, (laughs) the fabric of reality just started to break down, right? Yeah, when the the magic leaking through the rifts left when wizards went to whatever this realm is, Mm -hmm. or realms, because they basically created a whole reality out of thalmic energy. Mm -hmm. So it was like a hose of raw magic, Mm -hmm. and that was fucking with everything it's like corrosive to the substructure of what it like yeah exactly like you know there would be a town and then for half a second there would be a mountain range where that town was and then the mountains would go away and the town would be obliterated whoa it's like that kind of shit like reality was just fucked is it still like that in some places yeah you guys have been to hot spots and that of like the environment around you has changed rapidly like that uh forests that turn into like the winter landscape and when all we that. When we were going yeah. to the pool, right. Yeah. yeah. To get that dick monster out of your body. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was a mild, frankly, that was a mild example of what a hotspot can do. Wow. Yeah. You guys fucked everything up. You guys. 
sorry. You, you people. people. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Didn't know we were going to do this today. I didn't do fucking anything. Well, that's not true. But I didn't do that. Well, I didn't. I almost did, but I didn't. After Morris left, I was really, I was, I was tempted. To go after him? Yeah. But I didn't, ultimately. Where would you have gone? Wherever the hell he went. Where did he go? What do you mean? How would you find him? I don't know. You don't know? No one that had gone through a hotspot after they started forming while I was alive came back. Every hotspot is... The ones that we know of, that you, like, aren't they terribly dangerous? If there's like mm-hmm. a potential for a mountain range to obliterate us, then they are insanely unpredictably dangerous. He starts nodding while Ving is saying that, and is like, "Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, even getting to a hot spot, oh, there's would be... definitely a hot spot in the Sea of Graves. Oh, yeah, the Eye of the Storm is the Eye of the Storm. <gasps> is it? Is, I mean, I assumed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hypothesized. Yeah." It's the middle of the thing. Middle is always the most important part, except for donuts and bagels. But is true for things like uh, Tootsie Pops (laughs) and grilled cheese sandwich. (laughs) That is the best part of a grilled cheese sandwich is the middle. That's a good point, Billy. More of a crust, man. Mm -mm, Well, I can understand that, I suppose. I respect your decisions. It's just um, the cheese and the butter is all in the middle. yeah, that's a good, that's an interesting hypothesis that the middle of the storm is a hot spot. There's a ton of thomic energy there. Coming down from the sky. Is the sky the hot spot then? If there's anything more important than the middle of the thing, it's the top of the middle of the, the thing. Tuck <laughs> <laughs> is like, let me just explain this to you. And he wheels in a <laughs> whiteboard. A whiteboard. Oh my God. And he draws like a circle. He's like, all of this circle looks the same as the rest of the circle. But one of the parts of the circle is in the middle. And you needed a whole whiteboard for that. I would wanted to draw the circle as big as I could. <laughs> and that's <laughs> pretty big. Um, but, you know, I was there. Well, I mean, I was kind of there. It was Pelar, but I was at the Eye of the Storm. And I slash Pilar couldn't work magic there. What are the hotspots that we have been to? Unless Possibly the Eye of the Storm. Maybe the Eye of the Storm. I think, personally, me, Perel, thinks the vault might have been one. Oh, right. It is a hotspot. There was a lot of magic fuckery going on in there. Yeah, that's why they wanted us to put it there was because... Because <laughs> the magic leaking through was uh, reinforcing up. enchantments. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, the vault, we know where that is. We also know the pool where we first fought. The pee-pee monster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's hot spots in the spirit world, too. <gasps> what? Why? What do you mean? I don't know. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, well, well, no, hold on. I guess that would make sense. If a waywalker was able to get through to the spirit world... So wait, hold on. There's the spirit realm and the iconic realm, and there's our realm. Uh-huh. Did did the f- wizards make their own like r- version of that? I mean, that's the theory. Because there's also the fae too. The fairy realm. The fairy yeah. realm. Uh huh. So is there a, r- a wizard realm now where all the wizards live? That's the again theory. I don't know if it's one realm or if it's many realms or if it's like a bunch of water balloons inside of a larger balloon kind of thing but if like if if vink can go to the spirit realm and billy can go to the fairy realm we can we can get you to the wizard realm yeah that is very logical i uh, we guys, can go to realms no guys. No, no, no no guys no, hold i on, figured on. it out i we think are, we can all agree i figured this thing out that's we a sh- cool name for us who can like <laughs> The, the realm travelers. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the, uh, 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 God, uh, the Perel takes his glasses uh, off. Ghost pirate boys. The yeah. Realm helm boys. The realm sliders. I feel Sli- like <laughs> <laughs> Stargate. The, the discoverers of new realms. The, 
Lewis and of the sky. I thought you were going to say the Discovery Channel. <laughs> the Discovery <laughs> Channel. What I, what I Billy, because we're trying to build, create a channel from here to the other realm. Discovery to discover <laughs> other realms. A, a Discovery Channel, if you will. Oh my God! There's so many sharks in here. <laughs> oh fuck! But only for a week. Um, I feel like you might have all. This is a very exciting idea. I feel like you all instantly forgot about all of the dangers I just told you about. And Tuck points at the circle again. Get that goddamn whiteboard out of my room. <laughs> I want to you knocked a- over my ficus. <laughs> See? Pick it up. Sorry. Okay. And he points with the ox blood bottle and one tiny little drop comes out because it is empty. <laughs> oh my god. Pick oh. up my ficus. Okay. I'll, he's pointing at a pair of boots. They're like, I'll pick up your ficus. <laughs> <laughs> he's so shit-faced now. Um... So, yeah, great hypothesis. Billy can apparently travel between realms. Nobody told me that. Uh, <laughs> what? You saw. You saw him do it. It's common knowledge. Uh, what, what I saw was Tuck pick me up like a beanbag and throw me at a person. Then nothing. <laughs> Listen, it wasn't my fault that you didn't pay attention to what I was doing. I guess today is don't listen to Perel day. Oh, wait, that's every day. <laughs> he I, gets so saucy when he's drunk. Yeah. He's speaking out of his boot now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that I already told you that even if there is a hot spot in the fairy or the spirit realm, it's going to be massively dangerous. Okay, we just need to find the closest hot spot. And then what? Fucking jump in and say, hey, Cosmos, don't obliterate us? Yeah. I guess so. Do you think that'll work? You know, you just have to jump in with confidence in yourself. Billy's going to go into like a self-love sort of. (laughs) Does he go to the painting? Yeah, he goes to the painting. (laughs) It's four feet above him. Yeah, so he's leaning on the wall. Yeah, under the painting. (laughs) If you believe in yourself... It makes the world believe in you. When you look into the stars and you think of all the possibilities that exist, you realize that nothing is impossible. Perel, you are like one star in the sky. There are so many other stars out there waiting to greet you. And and if you shoot for the stars, you will land amongst the moon. <laughs> Billy's just remembering every motivational yeah. poster he's ever yeah. seen. Yeah. And live, love, laugh. Live, laugh, love. Hang in there. There's no I in team, but you can't spell it without me. Can't spell it without me. I hate Mondays. And just TGIF. So hang in there, kitty. This family runs on coffee and oh, love. Oh. <laughs> I cook with wine and sometimes I put in the food. Uh. <laughs> Guys, I really needed to hear that. <laughs> I think you're right. I think I do just need to believe in myself. And I still think this is a bad idea, but <laughs> I'm willing to die for this idea. And that's okay. what I want to say to you. I am. Really happy that you're all here. I'm really happy Aquarius here. She's been listening to this whole thing, by the way. <laughs> oh, Aquarius, sh- what's up, girl? Oh, sh- she says, she says, hey, 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 Aquarius, I miss you. I loved looking at all of your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she says, um, hi, Billy, and she says that she knows that you took her loot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and she says she's okay with it. Okay. Oh, don't wow. worry. She says, come back anytime. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to tell them that. I'm not. No, you hang I'm up. I'm not going to tell them that. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so funny. Um, I need to sleep. <laughs> and he lays his head down on his pillow and snores immediately. Uh, oh, wow. I tuck him in with my little blue blanket. Mm-hmm. Sleep well, Prince. Mm-hmm. Tuck rubs his back for one minute. He throws up a little bit. And 
<laughs> Chuck lays him on his st- stomach. Oh, so he's on his stomach. He's on yeah. his stomach. Okay. It's just he's laying there and you're rubbing his back and he goes, and a little bit comes out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, God, recovery position. <laughs> yeah. I push a bucket next to his bed and I'm just like, all right, hopefully he's fine. And yeah, Perel snoozes away. But so that's, we got to a lot of stuff there. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So, um, What's your plan now? Because now, like, fire is out there. She's saying, if you want to do stuff, go do stuff, and I can I mean, pay for it. Before we go anywhere, today has taught us that we should probably tell Farah everything that happened in this room. We should include her on everything that we've learned. Yeah. Uh, okay. We cut to Farah's office as she puts down her notebook and closes it and goes, oh, my Lord. <laughs> There's a whiteboard in the background with a circle on it, and the <laughs> middle is indicated. <laughs> it says slash the top of the middle (laughs) she's like this is just you know what i have been a librarian for longer than some of you have been alive and i have learned too much today my brain is full um this is all wonderful information you just again let me know we've got a team almost ready to go uh they will be heading to the lighthouse under cover of darkness to begin preliminary investigations and once we learn the location of this Urk or perhaps another uh, Magi hold safe house, then we will um, inform you. Would you like to be informed? Yes. Heck would, yes. Would, yeah. Would the three of you like to take point on any of these investigations? I know that I'm going to regret asking <laughs> this, but, but you three are uniquely, unfortunately, uniquely suited to <sighs> this sort of uh, operation. Ooh, point. I feel like we've investigated the dark church so much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like bored of it. I don't want the dark church. I want I, nothing more. And and Tuck leans into Billy and Fing and he's like, I think our listeners might be bored of it too at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and Farrah goes, wow. Okay. All right. That's fine. We have agreed to farm out the dark church. <laughs> we will subcontract our quests yet again. What is we get? We point. Take point. What is that? Yeah, we lead. 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 Oh, we we get to lead. We go and do the investigations (laughs) with. Billy's like, oh, lead. (laughs) Oh, grabs his collar. Well, actually, now that you mention it, and he reaches into his shirt and unfolds a collar that's been there the whole time (laughs) and puts a little tie on. It's Billy. (laughs) What is from when you guys made me be a mayor all the time? Oh, we were wearing that for two years. I don't know how to take off a tie. <laughs> I can't untie a tie. It just gets tighter every time I pull on it. Oh my it. god, let me, let me lose that. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Um, okay, so kind of what is being presented to you right now is do you guys want to go do something else? Is there anything else that you want to do? So can, I, can we take one step back and just be like, what is the thing we figured out with Perel? Yeah. And then what is the thing that Farrah just uh, offered us? And then also what are the things that we might want to do? Uh Uh-huh. Here's everything that I am currently aware of. Okay. Perel just now told you that if you can find a hotspot, you might be able to poke through into whatever realm or realms the wizards created during the Exodus, Mm -hmm. potentially using that as a venue to get Perel's powers back or Or reconnect him with Morris or Mm -hmm. or talk to someone that might be able to get Perel's yeah talk to fucking wizards we don't know what's going to happen when he gets near a hotspot the hotspot thing is big yeah then there is the clear water stuff is happening right now oh the clear water is in town Mm -hmm. um the all the medjai stuff the knife the books Mm -hmm. all that can be undertaken by the library we've yeah. taken so much yeah already. but she's also saying if you want to be a part of these operations you can be yeah yeah it's Got just it. we have resources and people that might be better at it thank you the clear water is hoving back in the mm-hmm. menders are hoving back i in. think yeah. it'd be kind of fun to either like go spy or seek out some yeah. stuff about the clear water coming oh in. man a stakeout espionage yeah. yeah. costume change we gotta go north to the town where the clear water will land lane oh. springs oh. no that's no. lane springs is where we are now <laughs> oh, yeah. off the teller road <laughs> uh, yeah uh yeah lane springs that's where the library is at yeah it's like <laughs> How the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, so you guys could always go to the port town that Billy saw the Clearwater dock at and get information there. And then you could have a little uh, port town adventure. 
Yeah, we can have a Crystal Bay part two. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to find the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> no mayors this time, please. Sorry, just like I need one break. <laughs> kind of one. The second you get to the town, there, somebody's like, hi, I'm the mayor. You uh, look important. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Get away from us. <laughs> Anyone else. Even just like a nosy mom. <laughs> just like the mailman. I don't know. Like a milk person. S- a subway sandwich artist. Like a farmer. A, a market lady just anybody else uh how, how do you feel about that like going to spy on the clear water yeah yeah totally mm-hmm. yeah and this is also a thing we haven't told fairy yet i think oh no <laughs> she sits down and goes what is it so, what do you know about the menders oh we have had this conversation actually yeah oh yeah. good yeah i'm i'm familiar with the organization yeah we let you know last time we came back to the library that they're coming back to this continent Mm -hmm. there's a good chance they've kind of got it out for us Mm -hmm. because of some light fecal based disrespect we might have shown them (laughs) ah okay interesting an unflushed toilet if you will (laughs) aka a box full of shit. <laughs> I don't need to know anything else. It's it's like a floater, but of a of a friendship. I, you said that after I said I don't need to know anything else. <laughs> well, I guess here's the thing, Farah is like I think we're curious about what's going on. Like I know I'm like, when are the menders going to show up? And we need to get the drop on them this time because they've gotten us the drop on us a hundred percent of the time in the past Mm -hmm. i think getting the drop on them is confronting them face on yeah we Uh, could just go mm. say hey you're looking for us cool yeah that's um that's a bold plan yeah so farah we Mm. have like we have a strong word sorry (laughs) it's an idea (laughs) yeah it's a good idea it's a bold good idea (laughs) we have this like opportunity to go be cool do you think you could spare us for a, a couple days unquestionably anytime um thank you for all the information that you've provided me the library remains open to you well we would maybe like to ask for one thing <gasps> smash cut to bulko <laughs> <laughs> us in bulko's Balco, bulko's putting his goggles on he goes hold on little brother <laughs> and we're on black spire on saddle oh, you're running yes. through the yeah we took Black Spire with Are us. Are we taking Black Spire with us? Don't go with Black Spire. I, wa- I want you to. I want you to. <laughs> Guys, I want you to so badly. Okay. He is a dragon. What if we disguise him as a pile of hay or, <laughs> or a fat horse? A bunch of hugs. <laughs> These are all great ideas. A woolly pig. He could do a big woolly pig. I actually think that there is a reality in which as long as you get him to suppress certain things about himself, like don't use your breath weapon, that kind of shit, you might be able to pass him off as some sort of weird lizard. You know what I mean? Because he's not as big as dragons usually are. Uh Uh-huh. He doesn't look like... He's very unique in terms of dragons. Yeah. Uh, so I I bet you could pass him off as some sort of weird beast of burden. Like if we uh, covered up his wings, and yeah, the wings would be key. But don't do we want? Okay, let yeah. me ask you guys. Oh. Do yes. you guys want Bulko with us on forever the, on the next adventure? <laughs> would that be fun? Yeah, I like him, but I don't know if I want him on the whole thing. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I think Black Spire and you guys all riding him like through the desert totally makes sense. Yeah, he's maybe okay. not the fastest thing in the world, but okay. he's he's sturdy. Yeah, okay. I like that. That we're all like, <laughs> and then it shows from the side, and he's like, because <laughs> 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 he so is slow. just like an unhealthy teen. Yes, yeah, <laughs> he's been video gaming for years. Yeah, okay. Are we taking Perel? I guess is the other question. We're leaving Perel. Yeah, I think he probably is he's, down to stay. He's yeah. going to start looking for hotspots. He's going to research things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he'll be pouring over books, trying to trying to connect the dots. It's like phenomena. Yeah, yeah. totally. He's and he's got Aquaria, so he can get Aquaria to help him out. Yeah. yeah. Cool. He, he wants to have like private conversations with her. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, my he's, God. He's yeah. more than yeah. excited to have like a quiet, peaceful, safe place to just talk to Aww. Aquaria. Yeah. yeah, I know what that means. And also... <laughs> The moss can do a lot of different things. Wow, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, g- gross. Gross. <laughs> Whoa, gross. Um, uh, also, I was thinking about this. I think you guys have noticed that Perel is going gray. 
Oh, whoa. He's aging. Because he's aging now. Yeah. So he's got to be, he's got a bit more gray in his mustache than you guys remember him having. His eyebrows. His eyebrows are a little gray too. Yeah. But yeah. besides that, that's all the hair he has. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So he started to age. He's probably, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So Perel's going to stay behind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Do you guys want to go talk to Black Spire? It'd yeah. be fun to do the smash cut, but you yeah. could just go talk to him. Yeah. Uh, we're going on a road trip, buddy. <laughs> road trip. Yeah, and he's sitting there on his butt with his little legs sticking out in front of him and his two big paws on the ground. He's like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? It means we're going for a really long walk for several Hold like, on. Days. In the Hold on. In the hot desert. Oh, great. With very little black crunch. Wh- uh, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> But Black Spire, this means so much to us. Uh, we got to parlay with this guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, we do. I don't know, guys. This place sounds pretty lame. And by this place, I mean upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> My cave is pretty tight. It <sighs> smells like shit, which means nobody bothers me. <laughs> I get to eat all the Black Crunch. And I have not been eating the Shiny Crunch. Oh, oh sick. You've been saving it? Yeah. Sick, we should take that so that we're, you know, rich again. <laughs> oh, just a second. And he runs, he gallops <laughs> into the cave and you see in the darkness, you see light start to like kind of a shimmering shake down the walls. Whoa. And he rolls a huge fucking boulder. Oh, <gasps> Jesus, fuck. He's like, you guys want to take all of this? Oh my God. And he's like nosing it along. Oh, <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Look at this. That thing is huge. And I want to eat it so bad. So you guys got to decide what you want to do with it. Get this out of my cave. Because <laughs> I am going to eat it. I think we might have to get the librarians to help us get it out of here. Can we maybe take a couple shavings off before we give it a hand oh, over yeah. too? Mm. Let's embezzle a little bit of this. Yes. <laughs> embezzle. Yeah. Yeah. Billy's already going out with his a little pocket knife. Yeah. Oh, Tuck has an axe that breaks rock. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. That'll do. Fuck. Okay, he turns it around and he clips a bit off with the spike. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing with that? Are you going to eat it? No. Oh, okay. We're just going to put it in our pockets. What if we bring like a little bit Yeah. for me? Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll slice off a little bit for you. All so right. I slice off like a dinner plate sized thing for him. <laughs> And you like put it into his mouth on the axe like a pizza and a pizza oven? Oh, no. This is for like later. These are oh, treats for later. Oh, come on, man. Come on. I put it in my backpack. All right. Whatever. We so, just, I'm just saying, if we're going to be gone for a while, we got to bring enough crunch. We yeah. will. We'll bring crunch for you. Okay. So I bring this, like a dinner plate for us to sell. A huge glob of drool. As you're holding it, I'm being like, I'll drool. bring this. Yeah. A huge glob of burning red drool drips out of his mouth Whoa. and burns yes. on the ground. Oh, I'm sorry. You got to watch that drill, buddy. I'm so sorry. Yeah, watch where it's landing, man. <laughs> Ma. <laughs> I'm going to re- redo that. No, don't. <laughs> Jessica said that and looked so confused with herself. Huh. I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. I just want to eat it so bad. But okay. All right. So, so. this is Black Spires. This is ours. We got two dinner plates. I put it in my bag. Okay. That's all we need. I think okay fine I'll bring another dinner plate I want to take some with my spear I'll take like a Skittles bag worth okay. put it in a flap Black Spire's huge eyes are like like laser focused every time somebody moves some uh, sunstone he's like holy fuck Vingda do- does it really purposefully like when you take a dog for a walk wow. and you're like these treats are going in here he puts it in his pocket Ugh. Billy do you want any before we tell Farah about this uh, my pockets are full already <laughs> Well, I've I already got enough. You see Black Spire, Billy, Black Spire gives you a huge exaggerated wink. I wink back. <laughs> <laughs> One of these is for you, big boy. Shh, 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 be quiet. Just keep it a secret. And when he says, shh, dude, be quiet, because he's a dragon, your minds that aren't hearing it in a language you understand here like <gasps> <laughs> So now we could do a smash cut to Farah's office, where we're explaining that we found a fortune <laughs> in her house. And Bolko's standing behind us like, it's pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah, Bolko, who I was t- I was thinking about this, and I decided he's the head of, like, mechanical engineering in the library. Mm. Yeah. He's like, 
yeah, I can get a couple people down there and uh, we're going to chop it up and we're going to bring it. He's He puts his arms out like full wide. He's like, yeah, it's like this. And then he brings him in a little bit this big <laughs> every, <laughs> to make it smaller. Every person who interacts with it, it bezels a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the time she gets it, it's going to be like a grapefruit. What the fuck is this? It's like, yeah, we can get a little people out there. It's like this big. And uh, yeah, it should be pretty easy. Once we chop it up, we'll just bring it to uh, to the material sciences lab. Yeah, that sounds great. Fucking cool use of material sciences. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and Farah, I promised uh, Blackspire that we would give him ten times the amount of obsidian. You what? So that's, I think, a thing that we all have to honor because <laughs> we're all about honoring our promises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You realize that he's eating bones, right? Like the bones of things that were of, of, of sentient beings. You're so obsessed with the past. <laughs> Put your books down, man. Open Let your it. eyes, man. Look at the present. There's a fucking dragon who found a boulder of diamond light in your building. You gotta let go of the past, bro. You gotta let go of the past and focus on money. <laughs> uh, she closes her eyes and is like uh um i cannot believe that i didn't realize this before but i will have people locating an alternate source of obsidian <laughs> that would be a brilliant idea on my part um okay wonderful so you're going to be taking black spire from the library yeah i think so he's cool with it he seemed cool with it uh do you believe that it is uh, wise to take a dragon to the surface and just kind of walk around with him? Do you believe that we think anything is wise <laughs> or that we think about much at all? That's a great yes. point. I have, my wisdom is zero, so I believe most people are wiser than me. <laughs> um, I, I suppose considering he's such a unique specimen that with certain modifications, you could pass him off as some sort of large reptile. Cool. Put some people on it. Don't tell me what to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a little testy today. Yeah. I have learned uh, four to five earth shattering facts in the last 24 <laughs> hours. I believe we can whip something up. I thought we were going to do another smash cut, but to a makeover scene. Yeah, I like that a lot. <laughs> it is kind of a makeover scene, but it's mostly back Black Spire being fitted with a saddle harness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's got like a huge leather strap like around his his massive chest, and it goes to like a um a point that is over his wings. The saddle covers his wings. Nice. You know, I just want to of of we put uh, flaps. <laughs> but where his wings are so that if we need to we can pull these flaps and then let his wings out let him stretch him out a little bit yeah Yeah, totally cool uh and yeah there's just a saddle on the back that's pretty long it's big enough for all three of you to kind of sit one in front of the other and uh has attachments for like saddlebags and stuff cool yeah this thing's sick thanks bulko i didn't do it i'm here for something else What are you here for? Ah, I just kind of like this place. <laughs> He's got the sunstone. It's like in his in one hand. I got to take this thing to the bank. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> it's He's got his pockets are just glowing. <laughs> yeah. It's actually the zoologist guy that you met a while ago. Who's like, actually, I in, um, I designed the saddle. I don't know why you think Bolko would have anything to do with it. But um, whatever. Well, thank you. It's you're welcome. Looks so comfy. It yeah. is. It is in extremely comfortable and uh considering i made it in um less than six hours i'd say uh pretty impressive it is i love the flaps and the nice uh decorations on it and the canopy over top is yes. a nice touch it's collapsible oh (laughs) pretty cool it is cool all right i still don't like you goodbye (laughs) goodbye goodbye thank you you probably next week (laughs) uh and yeah so what um else we're ready to go right yeah i guess we've let farah know where we're going Mm -hmm. perel knows we've got our supplies I went to the cafeteria to get a bunch of protein shakes and <laughs> like a bunch of like nuts and seeds and water and small cakes, <laughs> like cups of soup. 
bread. <laughs> so <laughs> much food. I'm looking through all my bags. He's emptied the saddlebags and just filled it with. Uh, food. <laughs> yeah. Once you guys are out in the desert, you'll be like, where's all our clothes and water? <laughs> I like the idea that Billy's in the cafeteria, like stealing stuff, and he's looking at a little shopping list that's yeah. just drawings of food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Then I guess you're all. I guess you're ready to go. Um, yeah. Okay. Black Spire's in the loading bay. He, they've moved aside one of the sand boats so he can get on the funicular, and a couple of the mechanical engineering students are reinforcing it before <laughs> they send him up. <laughs> and uh, far as here and Perel and Perel yeah Perel's here yeah okay. and they're all kind of seeing you off like uh, in Empire Strikes Back when everybody's in the window waving yeah exactly as the Millennium Falcon flies away yeah, yeah. Um, so Perel's like alright um, be careful I suppose You're, I, are you okay with me, me with me staying here while you confront the Menders oh yeah I mean you're getting a lot stronger, but I mean, really, like, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, I'm kind of the reason that you have to confront them in the first place. Well, it's mostly the poo, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, because they want you back, it's probably better you're not there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, Godoy, of course. That makes sense. Uh, all right. Well, I hope that you're all safe. And he very awkwardly gives you all a hug. And we... Mm very not awkwardly pull him in <laughs> yeah. lift him off the ground and, yeah hug him. he goes <laughs> as you all kind of crush him and uh, i discreetly uh like slip the wizard notebook because i swipe this from farah's desk mm -hmm. so i discreetly slip that into his pocket and i'm like hey i think this belongs to you buddy and he uh touches it and he goes thank you and uh you saddle up on Black Spire and the funicular engages and click, 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 grind, click, click, <laughs> click, 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 grind. As it's heading out, Vane goes, Perel, I think these are yours too, from the thing and throws him a bag. And he catches it. And he opens it up and it's a bag full of mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks up, tears glittering in his eyes. Go nuts, pal. Thank you. <laughs> put them all over his face. And the, uh, the security door slides shut midway up the funicular. And then you get to the top and the bay doors open. And Black Spire trundles out into the sand, ducks down Aww. to get out of the barn. And he like sniffs at the air. And he kind of squints at the light <laughs> for a second. He's like, whoa. Put a way, pair of Wayfarer sunglasses yeah. on. Yeah. He's got big goggles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. yeah, the zoologist made him goggles. We slide the goggles over his eyes. And he's like, oh. <laughs> They're made of obsidian. They're oh. kind of like a carrot dangling from his face, yeah. too. They've got to be. They tried to make them out of obsidian, and he yeah. ate them. So yeah. <laughs> they made them out of just regular smoked glass. <laughs> And he, <laughs> Jessica thinks that's. So I just imagine his like the fitting, and he, his tongue just yeah. <laughs> slips up through his eyes. Thank you. And uh, he trundles through town. A few of the um, quote unquote citizens of Elaine Springs uh, watch him wide eyed as he walks by. Uh -huh. I imagine you guys all give them like a cowboy style tip of the hat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, he gets to the edge of town, and he sees kind of the desert spread out in front of him he's like all right i guess it's time to go and he starts walking and then he starts walking a little bit faster oh. and then he starts get it he starts Whoa. moving Whoa. and then he's galloping Whoa. Whoa. and then he's going so fast Whoa. and he goes Shit. "Whoa, hell yeah <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing we see uh, for this episode of Spelt Lore is Black Spire going, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> as he hauls ass through the Alcoli Desert. Takes a huge leap off the top of a sand dune Dude, with his like yeah. powerful legs. And the, the camera underneath sees yeah. him pass over, blocking out the sun for a moment <laughs> before he lands on the other side. Uh, and that is where we're going to end it for this week. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. 
Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian Abdulaziz. So long, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care, guys. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone. Uh, thank you to Aaron Reed for our amazing intro and outro music, which is a delight to hear every single time. And thank you to you, our supporters. Uh, from around the world, we love you so dearly. If you want to support the show in other ways, you can find us at patreon.com slash spoutlore, where you'll get access to, depending on the tier, you know, hours and hours and hours of bonus audio content, live streams every month, merchandise, postcards, original art. By this point, probably the Spoutlore Almanac, which yeah. is supplementary world building material. Uh, which has a a new entry every single month mm-hmm. and a variety of other fun things. You can find more about us online at Spoutlore most places, and we'll catch you next time. And so ends the tale of Adventures Three, who tried the best they can. Though dumb and scared and lost they be, for times abreast in revelry. Though our journey may be like a conclusion, we will not leave you without a resolution. Return next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores. And for you, I'd gladly spout Did I miss anything? No, uh, no. We just started right because Paul referenced a rhyme while we were talking to Perel, and then we were all like, "Let's write that rhyme down Ooh. so we can like kind of reference it in passing conversation." But I think we're all writing different versions of it. Mm. So I modeled it off of yours. So read yours first. Okay, yeah. The children of the inner light were made to suffer, die, and fight. The world they wrought to aid their flight brought brightest day to darkest night. Okay, so this is the one I wrote based on that. The wizards came in dark of night, but strength of men did stop their blight. A treaty struck, but then betrayed, so men and elves had courage weighed. With blood and bone and wizards' bane, we finally did break our chains. Needs a little bit of work. Pretty good. No, that's good, man. Okay, so I tried to write an anti one. Starts, they stole from us the inner light to forge our chains, our world ignite. For wizard kind, the walking blight. We take up arms. We find our might. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I wrote a kid's game. It's like Red Rover that they would play. <laughs> cool. Uh, circle, circle, round and round. We are wizards. Can't be found. They're going around a circle. Oh, you go around. cool. When you lose us, all is lost. So stay together at all cost. And then whoever's the designated the wizard, they have to try and break through the circle. Oh, oh my God. That's a kid's game. That's really cool, man. Holy shit. I like that. Yeah, a lot. that's yeah. fucking cool as Shit. hell. That's so good. That's also a pretty fun game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you read the rhyme again? Circle, circle, round and round. We are wizards, can't be found. When you lose us, all is lost. So stay together at all cost. <laughs>